An elderly couple's garden ornament turns out to be a large bomb. A woman assaulted a fast food employee and was sentenced to work as a fast food employee. And a woman is caught stealing from Walmart during shop with a cop event. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a very tall comedian that can barely fit inside a closet. Here we go. An elderly couple is sadly missing their garden bomb. People get attached to the strangest things. We can develop an emotional bond with just about anything that's important to us. Perhaps our vehicle, such as my lovely, trusty, dependable Honda Civic 2010. I've had her for over 100,000 miles. She's there for me. I constantly tap her on the dashboard and tell her that she's sexy and that I appreciate her. And I like her curves. People get emotional bonds with all kinds of stuff. Sports equipment, maybe your softball bat. Maybe your catcher's mitt. Maybe your favorite beer stein. You name it. Well, an elderly Welsh couple kept a bomb in their garden as a, decora- a decoration. A bomb, that's right. A shell, a cannon shell. Jeffrey and Cyan Edwards live in the town of Milford Haven on the western coast of Wales. They had this bomb, this piece of unexploded war material that sat in their yard for decades. It was a decoration in their garden. Big old shell, cannon fodder. I don't know what you call these things. Munitions. They're they're munitions, really. I'd imagine they're all over Europe. I mean, a lot of bombing went on over there. A lot of wars happened over there. Wherever you had some wars, you might have some undetonated landmines and some bombs. Well, the couple was recently informed that the munition was actually live. This bomb was live that they had in their garden, and in theory, it could go off at any moment. So a military bomb squad had to remove the bomb, and they safely detonated it to the dissatisfaction of this couple. Now, it says here, you might think that the Edwards would have been relieved to be rid of this safety hazard, yet bizarrely enough, their reaction was quite the opposite. They were very upset. The couple is quite sad that they had to say goodbye to the poor old thing, that it had to be blown up for public safety. If they could have had it their way, the cannon shell would still be in the center of their yard and would likely remain there for good. The couple's nonchalance about the bomb gets a little more understandable once you learn that they thought it was a dummy bomb. They didn't realize it was alive. They thought it was fake. They'd always assumed it was a training round with no explosive charge whatsoever. That assumption, however, led to them treating the shell in ways that, in hindsight, were incredibly dangerous. For example, Mrs. Edwards would regularly remove soil from her gardening tools by banging them against the explosive. <laughs> you could see how that could have end up, ended up being quite a catastrophe. It doesn't say uh, any of the other ways in which they were careless with it, but you can imagine... Perhaps they would wash it in the sink. I don't know. Maybe they would Maybe they would just, like, when it was covered in dust, pick it up and slam it on the concrete to remove the dust. All of this activity with the bomb, however, all changed a few weeks ago. A local police officer noticed the shell in their yard and told the Edwards that they would have to report it to the Ministry of Defense. Fast forward an hour and the cop informed the couple that a bomb squad would be arriving the next day to dispose of this bomb. 
Naturally, the news came as a shock to Mr. and Mrs. Edwards. It was quite a bomb dropped on their lives. Uh, 77-year-old Mr. Edwards told the media, well, We didn't sleep a wink all night. It knocked us for a six. It knocked us for a six. I'm not sure what that means. Must be some archaic Welsh phrase that means it just blew them away. You could have just said, it blew us away, which would have been more in keeping with the bomb theme. Now, these bomb disposal experts, a.k.a. the bomb squad, arrived the next day to take care of the shell. However, they didn't yet know whether it was dangerous, so they told the Edwards they need to evacuate their home completely for safety. Yet the old couple was adamant they wouldn't budge an inch. They refused to to vacate the home during the removal of the bomb, it says. Um, Mr. Edwards is saying, quote, I told the bomb disposal unit, we're not leaving the house. We're staying here. If it goes up, well, we're going up with it. (laughs) Wow, I love the dedication this guy has to the garden bomb. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I know people that'll leave there. Their husband's in a, in a rocking chair if the house is going up in flames and just run out. These people are like, no, we're staying here. We're going down with the ship. Uh, it says here, in the end, the seniors were allowed to stay put in their home while the bomb experts removed the artillery shell from their yard. It was then transported to an out-of-commission quarry in the nearby village of Walwyn's Castle. There, tests showed that the munition was indeed alive. It was a live bomb. It didn't have a whole lot of explosive material left after all those years, but it could have still caused some damage if it happened to go off. The bomb squad had no option but to perform a controlled detonation. They covered the round with five tons of sand and blew it up. Although the Edwards' yard is no longer in danger of explosions, the couple still isn't particularly pleased about the removal of what was on their street for almost 75 years. They recall the artillery shell quite fondly. Here's a quote from Mr. Edwards. Well, it was an old friend. I'm so sorry that the poor thing was blown to pieces. A woman who assaulted a fast food employee is sentenced to work as a fast food employee. Talk about walk a mile in my shoes. I sort of like this. An Ohio woman here was convicted of assaulting a Chipotle employee when she hurled a burrito bowl at the worker. This Ohio woman, however, was offered an unusual way to reduce her time in jail. Her name is Rosemary Haynes. She's 39 years old. The judges ordered Rosemary to now work at a fast food job for two months. Um, it, but at, at a Chipotle? <laughs> I need more information. Is it the same location? (laughs) Imagine having to go work at the place where you totally assaulted the employees. Uh, I'm sure they're going to run her through the gauntlet. It says here, Rosemary was captured in a viral video screaming at a Chipotle employee before throwing the food in the worker's face. I feel so bad for these fast food workers. They're just abused day in and day out and not paid enough to take this kind of abuse, abuse from just degenerate public. It's horrible individual if you throw your food at a fast food employee. You're a, a POS person. It says at first, Rosemary was slated to pay a fine and serve a half a year in jail. But the judge had another idea. 
Here's a quote from Timothy Gilligan, the judge, who told her, You didn't get your burrito bowl the way you like it, huh? And this is how you responded? This isn't real housewives of Parma. This behavior is not acceptable. The judge told her she could cut off 60 days in jail of her sentence if she agreed to work at least 20 hours per week at a fast food restaurant for two whole months. And she accepted. I mean... I guess you take the offer, I guess, unless you're going back to that same Chipotle. I don't want to be there if I was the person who assaulted them. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't take the gig. I just stay. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just stay in jail. I don't want to go to that. I don't want to face them. Well, I'm looking at the numbers here between her sentence and what what she's going to be offered for working. And it seems like the exchange rate of jail time versus fast food time would imply that fast food working time is much worse than jail time, <laughs> right? If you're doing, if you're weighing them out, what they're really saying is, oh, much worse to be working fast food than being in the jail. And how insulting is it if you're a fast food employee to learn this? You're like, I mean, what I do for a living is uh, worse than jail. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> it's horrible. This woman, Rosemary, tried to defend herself and explain the rationale behind her screaming at the Chipotle worker and assaulting the woman who's 26 years old. Emily Russell is her name. Here's a quote from Rosemary. If I showed you how my food looked and how my food looked a week later from that same restaurant, it's disgusting looking. That's it? That's your rationale? <laughs> I think she needs to spend more time in the jail <laughs> if this is her rationale for assaulting someone, that her food didn't look the same way the way it looked the week previous. And this is how you solve your problems. Let's all be thankful that she didn't have a pistol on her. I'm sure she would have solved her problems that way. Wow. Just a junk garbage individual, really. The judge responded her, to her saying, I'll bet you won't be happy with the food you're going to get in jail, lady. <laughs> Good job, judge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, it's unbelievable how people behave in the United States. Now, Emily, the woman who was assaulted, said she's been traumatized by the incident and had to quit her job at Chipotle. That poor girl. She told the media she was stepping in to protect a 17-year-old employee who was getting yelled at by Rosemary at that time. She says the food that was thrown at her was hot and burned her face. <laughs> Can you imagine... Working at a fast food place in the U.S. I, I, I mean, in a country where this this crap health insurance doesn't cut the mustard either. I, I, I can't. I can't. These poor people. Now, I hope this woman, Rosemary, learns something by working in the service industry, understands the plight and the challenges of employees getting paid very little. To, it's, it's not so much that the work is so complicated. You know, I've never done it, but it looks quite simple to me, the tasks that are required. It's not that at all. It's the dealing with the public that is the issue. And, I mean, humility it can be learned through direct experience. Empathy can be learned through direct experience, and hopefully she'll learn that. Uh, I'm not sure, this kind of individual, but, I mean, there's a chance. People are going to argue, though, she should do the jail time. This is never going to help, and maybe you're right. Maybe this isn't an, uh, this is like a futile punishment. 
Well, you know, maybe, but maybe at the end she'll make friends with the employees there. That might be a thing. You know, maybe she'll get a tattoo the Burrito Brothers on her neck <laughs> for life. I don't know. What do you think of this? Call the show 646-450-2012. A Michigan woman was caught stealing from a Walmart during Shop with a Cop event. A Michigan lady allegedly has been caught stealing from Walmart during a recent cop shop event. It's called Shop with a Cop. Never heard of this shopping with a cop. Who wants to shop with a cop? You can't steal when you shop with a cop. Come on. How are you going to shoplift when the cop is right next to you sharing a basket? Please. I want to shop without a cop. That way I can get all the free Twizzlers that I can shove down my pants. Twizzlers, Jonesy, those are an unhealthy snack. Yes, I know they're unhealthy. I didn't say anything about uh, shopping for healthy snacks, did I? It's the holidays, happy holidays, stealing candy with the cops. This story's going off the rails because Jonesy's highly caffeinated. Says here, it is believed that this theft took place despite the presence of approximately, get this, 75 police officers at the Walmart, at the shop with a cop event, 75 police officers, and this woman was caught stealing. What did she think was going to happen? <laughs> Maybe wait till the next day before you, uh, or, or, or go to an, a, a Walmart where there isn't cops. <laughs> Criminals are so dumb. This is why they get caught. So dumb. I could totally be a great criminal because I just, I, I just have learned all of the things not to do by hosting this podcast for six years. All the dumb criminal activity. This took place in Michigan, in a place called Genoa Township. Genoa Township is this where they invented salami? I love Genoa salami. Oh, I need to go to Genoa Township, Michigan and have this, like maybe they have a salami festival. Maybe there's a um, salami with the police. <laughs> police salami festival. We eat salami and crackers and cheese with the cops. Anyways, this took place on Saturday. A clerk notified police that a woman had packed a cart with about 730 goods and ran through the ch- self-checkout. Wow, it was so brazen. It wasn't like she just had a couple of things in her jacket pocket. She filled a cart with over $700 of goods and ran out the store while there was 75 police in the store. A clerk notified the police. Like, what did the clerk do? Just like lean over and be like, hey, uh, look at the woman that's taking all of those uh, stolen goods in a cart. Oh, oh, I see. Thanks for notifying us. Oh, no, it would be funny if they, she, this person called the police. Yeah, I'm at the uh, Genoa Township Walmart. Some woman stealing goods. Oh, uh, actually, there's 75 police right there on duty. I'll, uh, I'll let them know. All hands on deck. We're already here. We're already at the Walmart. All right. Where's this lady? We're already here. We're going to save on gas on this, uh, for this arrest. Michigan State Police Lieutenant Rene Gonzalez told the media that he was shocked that the incident took place. You were shocked, Lieutenant Rene? No way. You were shocked that a woman stole in front of 75 of your employees? I don't know why you'd be shocked at that. You know, this is very common to steal in front of the entire police force. Why would you why would be, be shocked at that? Lieutenant Rene is a real genius. Rene says, I do have to say it surprised me because when I'm driving a patrol car, people slow down when I'm driving. They slow it down. When you see 75 cops in the store, I mean, I don't know if maybe they thought we were too busy or something. <laughs> maybe. Wow, Renee, how, how big is your budget over there? Are you in charge of a lot of money and resources? Because you sound like a dummy. 
says the purpose of the event is to help families who may not have enough money to fund their groceries and Christmas shopping during the festive period. Well, maybe this woman didn't have enough to help her family. Maybe she didn't have any groceries, so she was just helping herself. Instead of, she's like, I'm not, why, I can't wait for you guys to raise the money and then get my groceries. I'm already here, guys. I'm just going to take it. I'm just taking the groceries in this cart. This, this woman's like a baller, man. It'd be awesome if she, she topped it off by throwing all of the stolen goods into the back of a squad car and stealing that, making a getaway. <laughs> this is, what a beast. The article ends strangely by saying there has been a reported increase in the amount of self-checkout-related incidents at stores like Walmart recently, with a study finding that nearly a third of Gen Zers steal from, from this. That's what it says, steal from this. Steal from what? Steal from self-checkouts? Well, I mean, you're kind of asking for it with this whole self-checkout bullcrap. <laughs> so stupid. You mean to tell? You mean to tell me you're gonna you're gonna allow us to be in charge of boop boop boop? I mean, I'll boop boop boop, but as soon as something doesn't boop, I mean, at, at that point, it's free for me. All right, just because you don't got your sticker game in order, that doesn't mean I gotta then go. You know, I'm not. That's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to beep it and then put it in my bag. So if you're not gonna make them beep, then I'm just gonna put some stuff in my bag. You know, I'm not even a Gen Zer. I'm. Just, this is just. I feel like this is just fair. It's fair. You got to self-check out. You took that risk, bro. You put the trust on and the onus on me. You're taking a big risk there. Ooh, ooh, it's the sound of the police. Ooh, ooh, it's the sound of the beast. Hey, everyone. How are you? Thanks for spending a little time on a Wednesday. Maybe it's Thursday. I don't know. I don't know what time is in your face. I want to thank everybody who reached out to me. This is your host, Jonesy. As always, doing weird news in the closet. If you're new to the show, we do weird news five days a week. And then on Friday, we only do weird news from Florida. And uh, yeah, so that's what you're getting here. Subscribe if you dig it. If you don't dig it, here's what you don't do. Don't write a stupid review about the, the damn podcast because at the end of the day, I didn't deliver this to your face, all right? So why don't you consider that before you write a stupid review on something that no one ever brought to you, made you listen to, nor were you ever charged for it. People aren't reasonable, though. I get so many bad reviews. If you'd like to help me, write a good one. Please, consider it. You can do it on Amazon. You can do it on Spotify. You could do it on Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes. If you're listening on YouTube, you can write a, re a review on YouTube or a, a comment, something like that. That's very helpful. Uh... People have been mailing me things for the holidays. I've been be, been beginning to get gifts, so I want to give some shout-outs. First of all, my buddy Roman from Texas sent me a street sign that says Jonesy Junction. It's a legitimate street sign. It's made of metal. It's uh, it, it's reflective. It's 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 like green. It's like a legit street sign. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's like one of the greatest gifts I ever got. Jonesy Junction. I'm putting it up in my apartment somewhere. I might put it. I would put it in the closet, but I want people to see it. So I'm probably. I might put it out in the living room. I don't know. Maybe I'll go put it on the street corner and see how long it lasts. <laughs> no, it would be. It would be removed and taken down. I assume. So I don't think you can. I don't know what the law is of putting up your own street signs. Anyways, big shout out to Roman for sending me that. What an amazing Christmas gift that is. I also got some coffee from Mandy. She sent me a, an email. Um, a couple days or a day ago, she said, Hey, Jonesy, hope you are well. You should be receiving a box of 
awesome coffee samples. My favorites are the Highland Grog and the High Voltage. Enjoy. Good luck with your life, man. Mandy. Yeah, and she sent me, um, the company's called Bones Coffee, and and it's it's amazing. It's it's amazing the the artwork on the coffee. I and it looks familiar. I want to say I've gotten Bones coffee sent to me before because I I recognize the artwork of this coffee. It is like the greatest packaging you've ever seen. I'll post I'll post some photos on my Instagram of this coffee and it's just and there's so many packages in there. Ah, it's just what a gift. I mean, I'm so lucky. I'm getting street signs, I'm getting gifts. I mean, what a lucky guy I am. Thank you, Mandy, by the way. I, this is so much so much coffee, too. I don't even know where to start. There's so many flavors. Oh, man. Awesome. Anyways, uh, also, someone joined the Patreon, and it's uh, Brittany and TC. So big shout-out to Brittany and TC. I read an email from them uh, a few days ago, and they're awesome people. So another shout-out to Britt and TC. Uh, they're members of the Patreon. That's a great way to support the show, to become a member of the Patreon. It's like buying Jonesy coffee every month. Wouldn't you want to keep me caffeined? Caffeined? Is that a word? Caffeinated is the word, Jonesy. What's wrong with you? Don't you own a dictionary? No, I don't own a dictionary. I really don't. I haven't in a long, long time. Forgive me. When's the last time you owned a dictionary? Yeah, I got a dictionary. It's called my phone. Anyways, big shout out to Brittany and TC. I believe they're in Ohio, right? Isn't it Ohio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember these things. Some kind of, sort of. Anyways, please enjoy the extra content that's inside the Patreon. I'll put some stuff in there today for your edification. How about that? And your entertainment. How about that? And for you to learn. For you to learn. You learn from the Patreon, just like you learn from the podcast. Extra weird materials that Jonesy come across, comes across in his um, online meanderings. Meanderings? <laughs> Cool. Great word, man. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. Anyways, if you guys want to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. If any of these uh, episodes, segments triggered you, yeah, call me and leave me a message. I'll post some phone calls tomorrow, so get your calls in. If you want to email me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. If you want to join the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app on your phone. Do a search for weirdafnews. It's pretty simple. Anything else, man, you want to PayPal me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. Send me an email. I'll give you my address if you want to mail me some coffee or a, another street sign. Uh, but Jonesy Court's already taken, so you'd have to mix it up. Maybe there, there's no Jonesy Avenue, so that's available still, I believe. Love you. Goodbye.